What's up, everyone, and welcome to episode 269 of Two Amazon Sellers and a Microphone, brought to you by Solozo. And uh, today we've we've been chatting with our guest here a little bit beforehand. I can tell you we're going to have a great conversation here, great time. Uh, joining us to talk all about, we're taking a different angle. Normally we talk about influencers and how we can use them to grow our business, um, you know, market our products. But we're coming at this from the uh, influencer side, how to become one, how to actually monetize your social profile, how to become an Amazon influencer. Uh, and joining us to talk all about this is Liz Saunders, the founder of Fluencer Fruit, which I love that name. Uh, so welcome, Liz. It's great talking to you. Hi, thanks for having me. Looking forward to it. Oh yeah, we're we are very excited. I think I mean everything influencer, it's been so such a hot topic recently. Yeah. I think people are realizing the power of marketing dollars going to influencers and yes. the return you can get. And people are also the people that you're working with are realizing that they can turn their hobbies and their loves and their passions yeah. into into a job. Uh and a, into a job that they can be creative with and it's a lot of fun. So uh, we were excited about this, but I wanted to give you the floor for a minute here. And I want you to uh, just sort of give us your background, introduce yourself to everyone who's listening that has, doesn't know you. So take it away, Liz. All right. Well, my name is Liz and uh, I've been in the Amazon ecosystem for a long time. So I started as a seller in like 2015, right? And um, then moved over to um, work in the industry and in the software with, you know, uh, helping Amazon sellers. So I've been in, but I am mostly like a lover of all the ways that you can make money on Amazon. So like, if you can think of a way that people have like tried it or done it, like I have tried it or done it, like it is my favorite hobby. So like I have a merch account. Um, I have an affiliate account. I have, um, what was the other one? Like, I'm pretty sure somewhere I have a KDP account that I've never used. Um, and so when I just recently started trying retail arbitrage, cause I'd never done it. And I was like, this seems fun. Let's see what yeah. this is all about, you know? Um, so like, I just have generally tried to keep up with all of the things that Amazon does. And, um, so that's kind of how a friend was telling me about the Amazon influencer program. And she was like, you got to apply. You've got an Instagram account. Just go apply. Um, and so that is kind of like how I ended up there. But even before that, like back before I was a seller and all of those things, like my background was like mommy blogosphere in kind of like the early days. Right. So I used to be um, an event producer who worked with influencers that would then come and work with us. Mm. Um, so like back in the days when you could offer an event to a mommy blogger in exchange for a review and pay her nothing like that was back in the like when I started into that world. So long time in influencer, you know, just kind of like that world long time in the Amazon ecosystem. And so it was really fun when Amazon kind of like a year ago shifted the Amazon influencer program to be what it is right now. Cause it's been around for a while, but for the beginning of the program, it was just like, Oh, here's your storefront. Right. So then every influencer just had a storefront and people didn't really know what to do with it. You know, I think a little over a year and a half ago, somewhere in that time frame, they made it so that you can make commission from on Amazon traffic and it really just kind of changed the game. So that's kind of like a 
very broad of like background and how we got here and how I got plugged in with Amazon influencer, but yeah. And they, and they changed those percentages. So what you talked about the commission rate, what is the commission rate for an influencer? What do they get? So it depends on the category, which when we talk about seller stuff intertwining with influencer, it's really fascinating, right? Because um, on page commissions range anywhere from one to 4%. So we're not talking about like big dollars per right. transaction, right? Um, but it's connected to the category that the product is listed in. So one of the things that I watch when I'm picking like which product and my search results to buy that I want to review, I'm checking to see like what category it's listed in. Cause you know, on a 200, $300 product sure. that difference between two and two and a half percent makes a difference over time and how much you're making. But as we know from being on the seller side, like sometimes it's not always clear cut which category something lands in. So like one of my favorite current examples is looking for bookshelves for kids. And some of those land in like toys and games or mm. kids. And then some of them land in home and furnishings. Right. But I think I have this in the right order. Home and furnishings is like 2%. And then like baby furniture on that side is like two and a quarter percent. So it's really interesting to see like how all of that plays out with the categories and then the percentages, but it's, I mean, it's one to 4%. So, so we're, you know, we're all sellers. Do, are you saying you have a different view when you go to Amazon? Like you can log in as an influencer and say, okay, I want to pick, pick, pick this product or what's it look like on your end as an influencer? So it's the same. Um, like I just, um, so we can talk about this, at, you know, whatever level you guys want, but like, I actually developed an extension to help influencers see that exact piece of information along with some others. Um, because the thing that makes the biggest difference for an influencer is picking the right product. Right. So like when I look for a bookshelf now it's changed the way I shop because I know that there are certain things that a seller can do on their product page that makes that product produce better income for me than a different listing that doesn't have the video in the top carousel. It was listed in a different category. It doesn't have quite enough reviews to have traction or it has too many influencers already on it, right? Like there's a number of things about that product. So my search page results still look the same, but I found that I was clicking in and out of every listing, looking for these things that I knew made me more money. And so my view now is includes my extension so that I can make that process faster, but it's not a influencer specific view. You said too many influencers on the listing. Mm -hmm. So what does that mean? Like, like to, to mm -hmm. a seller, we don't even know like where that spot is. Like what, what's the big deal if you have too many, where's that at look at? Well, for the seller, it's great. Yeah. Like there's nothing, no, there's no such thing as too many influences on your listing as far as like a seller is concerned, right? That's, where are these at? Like, are they at the bottom of a page or how do I, how would you see, like we, we sell, how, how would I know I have influencers on my listing? That's a great question. Do you mind if I share my screen? I can actually show you. Okay. So um, let me see. Because uh, what has been so interesting is, you know, 
I have joked with some influencers and just been like, listen, all the things that you think about sellers and how they're trying to like pull one over on you. Most sellers don't even know about the Amazon influencer program and what it's doing for them, how we end up on their listings. And they're not doing anything intentional. Like that's not working in your favor and vice versa. Like I will talk to sellers sometimes and they're like, what's happening here? Why are these people doing this on my listing? It's like, Honestly, the truth of the matter is part of my goal is to help educate both the sellers and the influencers so we can all work together because neither one of us truly has control over this, right? Like Amazon's algorithm is picking where my content shows up on the listings, on Amazon, in the new Inspire feed, like all of those things. So I just picked this um, because it's one of my favorite videos that I've done. When I first did this video, um, I was the only influencer on here. Okay. Um, So when you pull up this carousel at the top, you've got videos for this product, which is going to be the seller, right? Uh And then these related videos are going to be influencers. And Mm. just to take it one step further, kind of like regardless of if you find it here, or I'll show you farther down on the page where these video reviews show up. Anytime somebody has this earns commission next to their name, that's an influencer. Okay. Well, so there's two approvals to get into the Amazon influencer program. One is just like I submitted my Instagram account with around 3000 followers and I got approved for the program, right? The second approval is the one that you really want though. And it's on page placement, additional placements, in the Amazon ecosystem where I'm not driving traffic to this listing, right? But I make 4% every time somebody watches my video and then buys this tent. So stop right there. So every time someone watches this video, you just get a kickback regardless because you've only uploaded it once. Once. It is the most passive income that I've found on Amazon and there's a lot of it. Like I ran an experiment and ended up being an experiment. <laughs> but last year I launched for on-site placement. I think it was in February. And I had, let's call it like 15 videos up. In May, I uploaded two more, including this one that we're looking at. And over the summer, life just got busy. I've got three teenage kids. We were traveling. Everybody's got activities and I didn't upload anything. I think my total was like 17 videos at the time. And I was like, let's see how passive this can be. It became an experiment, like unintentionally, you know, Mm -hmm. this video alone in four months made me $3,000. Now, what's the uh, weight loss, uh, like little asterisk may not be typical, right? This was like a seasonal product. I'm five, four. So I showed like myself putting it up by myself, um, you know, the other guy who was on here at the time, I think was like six feet tall. And the, you know, it's just a different way to put up the thing. But then I didn't touch my account. And like over the summer, my income went up and up and up. I think my best month with like 20, 25 videos was like $1,600. And you're uploading these videos one time, and then you basically don't touch them unless something happens. Right. Um, But they have to, okay. So they watch it. They have to buy it. They have to buy it. Okay. Yeah. So if we think about like Amazon's 
goal in existing, right, is to get people to buy things and to give the customer, the buyer, the absolute best experience that they can. So the video reviews is just another way for them to help people make a decision around purchasing a product. What now there's three videos there on this mm-hmm. listing. What if what if I'm the buyer and I watch all three? Does everyone get 4% or do they split it? It's a really good question we don't know the answer to. Theory, blogs, Reddit, Facebook groups of influencers is that it's last touch attribution and it's whoever they watched last gets the sale. But to be quite honest, Amazon doesn't tell us. So we do a lot of guessing around what that looks like. So I can look at my reports and tell you like how many views I got in the last 30 days and how many people like watched it for 50% or more and those sorts of things. But I can't tell you, like we know that it's whole attribution because I only ever make 4% off of this video. Gotcha. So that's why you're so concerned about how many influencers are marketing a product. And I guess it would also, you'd have to take into consideration sales volume. I mean, if something's moving 20,000 units a month, maybe you're okay jumping on when there's five or six influencers. Yep. Yep. Sorry. The other thing here on this carousel, so we know that this carousel has six spots total, right? So between seller and influencer, we have six spots here. So if there are, let's say six influencers, but only three influencer spots, Amazon rotates us through. How? We don't know. That's another, they haven't told us what the key to success is there. Um, But when I upload a video onto something, I usually at least get a shot. And what we think is happening is that Amazon then prioritizes the videos that convert the best for that listing. They would have to. I mean, that would make sense. Right. Can you upload multiple videos to Mm -hmm. a listing? Yes. Yeah, it's frowned upon in the influencer circles to (laughs) upload multiple, multiple. Like there are influencers, right, who have like five videos for one listing and they just basically take over, right? Um, But as like a, are you guys familiar with the Inspire feed? I just got it on my app. The other day I looked at it and I was like, what is this light bulb? And then I went through it. Yeah. Um, So when they started pushing Inspire, which for people who don't know, Amazon Inspire is like a shoppable feed in your Amazon shopping app. That's basically they're trying to compete with like Instagram, TikTok. It's short, 30 seconds or less vertical content is what they've asked us for. Well, what we didn't know is because they were asking us as influencers to go produce this. As a matter of fact, they incentivized it to the tune of like $250 per video up to 10 as like a limited time incentive for influencers who were approved. Mm -hmm. Um, So people were doing those videos and uploading like, shorts for uh, products they had already reviewed and the videos were showing up side by side on the listings but we had no control over that we just knew that amazon wanted us to do it so you'll see like sometimes even on listings that i'm on like there's probably like a short vertical one that i did as like a social for inspire hopefully and then there's a full like video review i'm i'm pretty verbose they best practice that people talk about is like 60, 70 seconds. Mine are like three minutes. Cause I can't say less than that, but yeah. So could a person, uh, man, th- this is going to take a whole new turn. Like, could you apply to this program multiple mm-hmm. times 
and have multiple uh, social media accounts and just like Dustin has his kid on there. He has another kid on there. He has his wife on there. And like, they're all influencers, but they're all on the same listing. Like you could see where I'm going with this. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like most programs at the beginning with Amazon, right? Like there's probably already 100 ways to game this system. Yeah. Um, but quite honestly, like you are now allowed, Amazon just changed this. I think it was like a month ago to have other people on your account. So there's not actually an upside anymore to like having multiple accounts. Like I could have Dustin as a guest on my account and just be like, Hey, Dustin, would you mm. also do a video about this pop-up tent and show me how somebody your height and build would put this up by yourself and I'll put it up on my account. And so there are, and there are people that are like, I'll show you, you know, how to build an Instagram following that you bought and get approved. I mean, like, is it working? Not great, but you know, yeah. The point I think is learn to do this the right way to make as much quality content as you can Mm -hmm. to learn how to follow the terms of service. And this is, this is, we're just at the beginning, I feel like of what's going to happen here. I mean, you look at all the, I mean, the competition now for influencers is getting pretty, pretty big. I mean, dude, the TikTok is huge. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, there's influencers to drive direct traffic through yeah. their socials. There's, there's this. Um, but this is fascinating. I've actually never, I've seen all this. Um, I had a feeling where all this was coming from was influencers. But I, I was more under the impression that brands were reaching out to these influencers and that's what I was saying. And you're saying you bought that tent from Mm -hmm. Amazon and because of your metrics that you're looking at, not them coming to you. So this is like ultra rinse and repeatable. Yes. (laughs) Like you, you could knock out a category of products and, and have videos on a lot of them. And, and, benefit the seller. I mean, clearly, I mean, the only reason Amazon's doing this is this has got to be improved. If it was, if there's good influences on here, this is improving the conversion rate. Yep. Yep. Well, and like I, so my hypothesis, I'm working on proving this, um, is, you know, for a long time, right. Written reviews were the gold standard and, um, Sorry, my video just started running for a different review on the side screen here. Um, And so we've all been chasing this, right? So like in 2016, when they told us we couldn't incentivize written reviews, and then like they killed rebates, and then they, you know, we could no longer do deeply discounted coupons effectively. It's not against terms of service still, but it's not like a way that most people are launching and making a lot of traction when they lose the BSR or something. Yeah, exactly. Like that, just, those are not right. So my hypothesis, as we've watched this progression of how Amazon values written reviews, user content, influencer stuff is that Amazon influencer specifically video reviews are going to be the new gold standard that influence, that ranking algorithm that we're all chasing specifically at launch. And that that becomes like this next iteration of what that looks like. So um, I see a lot of 
possibility as this is kind of the beginning around like it's been around forever people have been doing this full time for like the last two years um but we're at the beginning kind of like how do the influencers and the sellers work together to launch products to make sure that it's you know a way that sellers are getting influencer content that they're not scripting but they're like hey these are the things we want to highlight like I think all of that is well within what an influencer can be you know talked to and you know tapped for creating those reviews I, I want to touch on something because from the seller side mm -hmm. uh, we're going to talk about this work and I think and correct me if I'm wrong in any way here but that four percent that's going to you the seller's not paying that that's coming out of the referral fee yes that you're already paying mm -hmm. so I mean, it's a win-win for a yep. seller to, yep. to get as much traction, influencer traction as possible. Yep. Yeah. How do how do brands like? I, hey, how come on you? my listing! Come on my <laughs> listing! How do I get you? <laughs> so there's a couple ways. So um, on the influencer side, there's a well, on both sides, there's a program called Creator Connections. That am, that's on the Amazon platform, right? That's one way to connect with influencers. Now you have to have like a certain budget and how much you're paying, usually for traffic that the influencer is driving. Like it's an additional percentage. Um, most influencers that I work with actually charge a fee for the video production, right? Um, especially when I'm, when agents are, approach me, I will go and look at the listing and pretty much be like, is, do I need to charge more because there's no traction on this? It's new. I may or may not make enough money to cover the taxes I'm going to pay for like adding this to the, you know, income for the year or whatever, or like, Hey, this has a ton of traction. It's a high price item. I know what I'm going to make off of this. Like over time, I'll do it for a lesser fee, but most influencers Within the creator connection, it's still a little wonky, like the messaging is funny, but there's like certain ways that you can do that and influencers will reach out to you. But quite honestly, like the way that I suggest you do it is when you find an influencer and I'll share my screen one more time um, to just kind of show everybody where. This is fascinating. It's. Um, yeah. It's a whole other like world, right? So when you find, let's say an influencer on your page, if you click on their, um, basically like on their name, it should take you to their shop, right? So this is mine. Um, on here is the only place that influencers are allowed to link off Amazon. These are like within the back end that we fill out endorsed by Amazon they're not supposed to just like sellers, right? Amazon does not want you to take them to your D to C site to sign up right. for your email. Like they do not want us to push people to other socials that we have. But if you come here and you find the social that pick your choice, then go message the influencer. Yes. Gotcha. That's, I did not know that was there. Yep. And it's, it's one of those things that they're rolling out in pieces so like not every influencer has this yet but most should at this point now do okay. you use this content that you produce for any other platform 
Or is it just, be, I mean, is there any way to monetize it elsewhere? Or is it just, I mean, I guess if you have a deal with them, with the brand, it makes sense. But if you're, if you're getting, someone's getting started and they're just buying products and making reviews, do they, is it valuable to post that anywhere else? So there's, I consider us in two niches, two types of influencers, rather one is a niche influencer. So like somebody who is approved for a health and wellness Instagram and they do health and wellness specifically, they're very targeted, right? So they're usually posting it, well-established affiliate, pushing traffic either from YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, that is established, right? Um, I would consider myself a generalist in this sense you know, people who were approved for an account, but I'm not like focused on that and driving a ton of traffic from TikTok. So there are people who do both. I will say it is more and more encouraged from other influencers that influencers post to YouTube because YouTube will in, uh, enforce copyright infringement. Uh, and mm. so if it's there, then it helps your cases and people are like what's happening. And I think this is a real opportunity for sellers like the ones that listen to your podcast to really step up and engage because currently most of the contacts that I get randomly off of Instagram or whatever, like people are having sellers steal their videos when it's not in their terms, right? And then re-upload them and then do all these things. So like having a direct contact with a seller or somebody who works very closely with the seller is a huge benefit, but people can upload them different places. It just depends on like what their strategy is. So I have a, in, uh, like an account executive that works at Amazon. Yeah. You know, they sign up to you, but their end goal is like for you to spend money. And you, sometimes you just ignore them. You're like, yeah, I'm good. I don't need to do this. But I don't need to do this. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Like two weeks ago, he sent me an email. Hey, um, I'd like to enroll you in this beta program called creator connections. Mm -hmm. I'm glad you brought that up. I was like, sure, put me in it. I was like, what's it cost me? He's like, nothing, nothing. I'm like, okay, give me in it. Um, I, I still don't know if I'm going to be charged anything, but I just, I just did it. And you're right. It, like I just did five creators. I have a low budget of like a thousand. I don't even know what that budget's for. I'm not even sure what that budget's going to be spent on, but he <laughs> said, start with 5,000. I was like, no, I'll start with a thousand. Yeah. Easy. <laughs> yeah. I don't know where that money's going, but it was really easy. It was like a chat system. Mm -hmm. um, these, these creators would apply mm -hmm. and I would just approve them. And then they'd say, okay, send me a sample here. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do a giveaway to my audience. Mm -hmm. Um, maybe some people said a link. I don't remember, but most of it was a giveaway and a video. It, do I, am I missing anything there? No, you got it. I mean, the, uh, the pro tip that I give people is the chat is not fully developed. So you get no notifications when people chat you within creator connections. Mm -hmm. So make sure you're going back and checking those. Um, but outside of that, I think what the budget on our end, what it appears to be is that it's going to be that percentage above what they're referral fee is. So like, yeah. if you were like, listen, I'm doing a thousand dollars at 3% or something, that would be like 3% in addition to the two or 3% that I'm already making. Okay. On. So I added 5%. Okay. So perfect. So and you're doing on top of the two that they're going to mm -hmm. get already. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And okay. that would just come out of that budget that you're yes. setting. That's my understanding. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yep. And yeah. I can, when we are not, cause for terms of service for influencers, we're not allowed to like publicly share 
like the back end of creator connections, but uh, privately, if you and I want to compare notes, I'd be happy to do that and just kind of like see what the sellers see versus what the influencers see. Cause it's still like the creator connection is beta for both sellers and influencers right now. So like I got an invite, I've connected with a couple sellers through there. Um, but I know that it's still very new on both sides. Yeah, I, I told these, these creators, I'm like, look, this is my first time doing it. If I'm doing something wrong, please tell me what to do. Because I'm not sure what this 5%, $1,000, I don't know what's going on here. But you, it seems pretty simple. You just give them a, like, here's our campaign overview. Here's what we want to do. Um, and then everybody seems to be doing a giveaway. Is that very common? Like, we're just going to give away your product to my audience and how can I make it better? Like here's a coupon code for you and your audience or where, where's the line there? Give me, give me it to the line so I don't cross it, but I just get close enough. <laughs> well, it depends. Are they doing giveaways on their Amazon live stream or are they doing it on their separate social platform? Um, social platforms separate. Okay. So outside of the Amazon ecosystem. So if they're doing this on Instagram, let's say then like, I don't know that there's necessarily like a line per se, like engaging and working with the influencer and like building that kind of like long-term relationship, I think has benefits for everyone. Right. So like, that's one thing that I would say is look at it more as an ongoing partnership in a way that will like help build your brand awareness with that person's audience, assuming that their audience is your target audience as well. Right. Um, within the Amazon ecosystem. So like if they're doing Amazon lives, if they're doing uh, those sorts of things, there's been a huge issue recently with giveaways on the Amazon live streams. Um, and so as long as it, I don't think it hits the seller specifically, but like around the influencers, there's just been a lot. So if they're offering to do that, I would just be aware that there could be complications. It's Amazon wants to make sure that people are giving stuff away within the Amazon platform. And what was happening is in order to do a giveaway, people were like, go here and sign up specifically for the giveaway. And so it was, it just led to traffic off Amazon, which they don't like. And so there was just kind of like some back and forth around that. Are, do influencers, I'm sure they do, but you know, sellers, reviews are everything. Like, mm -hmm. You know, five star. If I get a two star, I'm pissed. If somebody gives me a three star, I'm, I'm mad. Like, you know, <laughs> I, I just like that message I kind of hope was portrayed to the influencer. Like, look, we, one one stars will kill us. Like, yeah. is that understand? Like, is that is that like uh, something that people just kind of understand with the system, or how so, do we not get? How do we get a review with not, you know, making it incentivized or whatnot? I was going to say most influencers don't do written reviews just to okay. make sure that it does not cross that line. So like um, at least in the influencer groups that I'm in, they know not to do written reviews specifically for the sellers that they are working with because that gets really fuzzy, right? Like if Amazon ever like looks at one of your listings that I'm on as a video review and then also sees that I've written you a review they're not going to like that. So um, most of the influencers I know just don't do written reviews. And when you talk to the influencers that you're working with, I would lay that out for them. I would mm -hmm. be like, just 
don't do a written review or a star review. I only want the video review. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. All right. Let's talk about fluencer fruit. So you're helping people. You're helping people do what you're doing. Yeah. So unpack that a little bit. What, what is fluencer fruit? Sure. Um, so cheesily, it is helping influencers with that low hanging fruit, right? Like the like opportunities it. that are just right there. So, uh, I think a lot about like people who have been doing MLM or beach body for a long time, and they have these Instagram accounts that they've been building for years. They've had relatively low success with affiliate sales and those sorts of things. This is a way to monetize those accounts, right? Like People have put in time and they've heard about blogging and all these other things, but like this is a way to take that effort that has had not great success or medium success and plug it into a system that just works, right? So like um, that's where it started. I just kept thinking about all these people like myself. I have an Instagram account with like 3,000 people on it that I've been working on for however many years. Super engaged audience, so it worked, but um, – so helping people like take that, move it over to how you apply to Amazon influencer, what the things are that you need to do as you get set up. And, you know, this is not unlike the seller journey, right? Like mm -hmm. when you think back to the first time you like opened seller central and you're like, what in the world am I supposed to do in here? Right. Mm -hmm. There are so many little idiosyncrasies in the back end of like, the influencer login, where are your reports? What are the drop downs? So like I'm doing a little bit of everything. I'm doing coaching. I'm putting together a course for people just to walk you through. Like everything that I help people with is something that you could spend the hours like going through and doing as well. But I'm trying to help people get there faster, basically. Um, so that's like coaching. I'm working with sellers also to like connect them specifically with influencers in a way that's like a little bit more personalized, which I think works better for both the influencer and the seller. And then the software. So the, the Chrome extension is the automation of a lot of what I do when I'm picking out my products and Amazon continues to test different things. So for example, like we saw earlier on that pop-up tent, like this is where it is on the listing. Great. Well, it's also down below of like just above where the written reviews are, but below like A plus content, right? On mobile, they've recently moved it so that it's below written reviews. So you would have to scroll all the way down. Yeah. So that's impacted a lot of people's income, right? Like, but these are things that we see in Amazon's world all the time. Something they do, they change on the back end, unintended algorithm situation that impacts people they weren't even intending to really impact. And so how do you like adjust through those things? And for me right now, like watching this from the influencer perspective, it's about picking the right products. It's about knowing what your goals are. And it, it is at some level about diversifying, right? Like this is going to be the way that like gets you up and gets you going and you build that base for the long term. Like it's not a get rich quick, but it is super passive. Mm -hmm. So the Chrome extension goes through, I created a scoring system around like results over time on how different videos performed and connected them with like the page pieces that I know impact that and gave it a weighted score. So now I can go to 
a listing or it's a search result page and sort it by how much I'll make per sale. If it hits my requirements, how many other influencers are on that listing already and make a faster decision so that I'm in, you know, reviewing the best products. It's like product research, but uh, with influencers. (laughs) This is fascinating. How much of the, the content that you're making is deals with brands versus you just picking a product based on your metrics and just kind of setting that up? So mine currently is 60, 40, if I had to guess, like 60% just stuff that I'm buying for the house. Like, you know, I've reviewed my water bottle and, you know, 40% deals with brands that I'm talking to. I do a lot of um, experimenting on my account. Um, I kind of think about it as like, how can I find the mistakes and tell other people about it Mm. before they find it? Right. And so like, I love that. I currently am trying not to work with some of these agencies that are reaching out. Like I've started pushing the level of like how much it will cost for me to work with them because the results aren't there for me. But then I can turn around and tell people like, hey, if you're going to do a video in exchange for just the product, these are the things that I would look for or whatever. And so I think the other thing is, is, you know, quite honestly, the... I was almost at a thousand. They made all these changes. I'm back at like $600 a month right now. And just purely, it's just kind of running in the background. Like when I was younger and had three kids and was a single mom, this was life-changing money for me. Right. Mm-hmm. And like, I think about now, like who is that person that this is life-changing money for and how can I, I can afford to play with this. Right. I don't right. have to do something. So like, can I, in a way, like experiment enough on this to help somebody else make that when I can make mistakes and they need it for something very specific. You can be the guinea pig and play around and whereas everybody else, they they would lose their whole account maybe and be devastating. Yeah, exactly. I love that approach. Chris, you and I do this all the time. We use our personal businesses is testing ground for <laughs> new features and new Sometimes things. I'm a little weary than others. Yeah. But we, can, <laughs> we can do it. Um, well, what's, let's say there's that person out there that literally goes all in. I mean, what, is there a cap on what you can make doing this? It I seems mean, like a numbers game to me. Yeah. yeah. Buy yeah. something, make a video, post it, buy something, make a video, post it. Like, yep. Yep. I mean, so far, I, no caps. So you've seen, some really successful people doing this. Yeah. There are people like that have been doing this for two years. They have established live stream audiences. They're doing like, I mean, hundreds of videos a month, right? Like I wanted to see this as like a pure side hustle hobby sure. situation and see what kind of, you know, that turns into plus I have a full-time job. So yeah. um, hundreds a month is not in my cards, but people do it and they've been making like mad money. I kind of like, when we got started last year, I was like, this is like launching a product on Amazon in 2014. Like yeah. it's kind of like the wild west. There's just a lot of money. And for everybody's concern about like it being saturated. So like if you're sitting there and you're like, Oh, well, Everybody else is already doing this. Let's think about how many sellers launch on Amazon every day. Uh-huh. Right? 
every single one of those sellers needs reviews, needs video reviews. And like, if the selling community is not sell slowing down, then the influencer community is not going to slow down. Because for every product, you need at least six influencers. I say need, ideally, right? So when I think about like, somebody could get approved, get their on-site placement and go, baby, go. Like, I it mean, is just a numbers game. Just review the stuff you buy anyway. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Start a step to it. Yeah. See what happens. <laughs> I mean. And I, you don't I, have to post it on your main. Like, I don't want to get on my main Instagram. Like, that. I don't want to do none of that. Mm -mm. But if this is just going to go on Amazon, I'm like, cool, let's go. Yeah. Like, let's let it flow. And I'll, I'll just do it all there. Yeah. Yeah. I post almost none of this on my Instagram account. Can you be an influencer for your own product? So that's a great question. I don't know the answer. So like if you went and applied and got an influencer account that was separate than your seller account, right? I think the answer is yes. But let me know if you try it and find yeah. out. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like back in the day, it was like, could you use your like your Amazon Associates link on right. your website to get the to get that for your same product? And it's like, what's right what's wrong yeah <laughs> can you do a whole bunch of products in a video mm -hmm. and say like and you would know the influencer know like this one makes four percent but the video i'm making this video on only gets me two percent and in the video you could say go check out this one over at this listing because you know you're going to get a four percent commission Yes, I think what they say is so the placement that you saw is because I tagged exactly one product okay. in that video. Okay. So I think what they say is up to three and supposed to be that you can be placed on each of those products. Okay. Um, so people will do like comparison videos, right? Like which yeah. phone is better and here are the reasons why, whatever. And they can land on individual listings if you do more than that you won't end up on a listing like they just you, would you be the video that's in the like where you showed it for you'd be down the page for the th comparison like it's yeah. got to be a one i was gonna say i'd be pissed as a seller well, what if you don't what if the seller doesn't have a video would your video take over that spot no so here that's great question so mm -hmm. the video carousel is unlocked only by the seller so okay. if you have a listing with all seven of that carousel, that main carousel with only images, there's no video carousel. So influencers then end up farther down the page below the fold. Only. So right there, influencers are just going to ignore listings without videos. So I like, what was that? I said a lot of times as a seller, you should make a video. Yes. But like, I was working with a seller the other day and they're not brand registered. They can't do the video in the top carousel. So I think that it's a brand registry connection there for the seller side of it. Mm -hmm. um, but yes, if you are brand registered or if you have a way to put one up there, definitely do. I will tell you my videos on listings that the seller has that carousel unlocked do eight times better than my videos on listings that do not. So I will do a video for like, it's usually like, oh, I bought this or oh, whatever. I'll just review it, right? Like money's money. I might not make as much, but I'm going to make it. It's a 30 to 60 second video. It's worth the effort, you know? But yeah, when I'm shopping, it definitely influences now 
how I shop. I'm looking for those top carousel videos. I love this. So cool. Mm -hmm. Tell us, uh, I know a lot of people are, are listening that are like, okay, I <laughs> want to get involved in this. How do they connect with you at Fluencer Fruit? And what do they, what do they need to do? Absolutely. So um, I, yes. So my email is just Liz at fluencerfruit.com. Um, I am in the process of redoing the site. And so I will put also up there like a way to join my email list as a seller on there. And I'll make that obvious here in a minute. Um, so there's that. And if you already have like an Instagram account or a TikTok and you think maybe just go apply. Like if you Google Amazon influencer program, it will take you straight to the page. It's worth applying. You can apply for the program. They don't currently have a limit. Even if you get declined on-site commission is a, or on-site additional placement is different. You can only apply three times and then they like prevent you from applying again. But for the actual entrance into the program, super easy. I love it. I love do we it. have two more minutes? You guys want to know two things that the sellers can do that influencers? Yes, please. <laughs> we do. Okay. So that vertical content um, sellers can produce. So like, uh, do you guys know about like the posts that yeah. sellers can do? Yes. Mm -hmm. yep. Okay. So those posts are eligible for the inspire feed. Okay. So as a seller, definitely be doing those. Um, one of my friends has been doing it like literally since they started the program. And when you go to her feed, like you can see that she's got all these, I'm going to try and pull it while I'm also talking, um, all of these posts. Well, I follow her, but also like now I see her posts in my inspire feed. So that's a way for sellers to end up there. The inspire feed is brands influencers and customer reviews. And I would say brands and influencers are like 40, 40, and then like customers, 20% of that feed right now in mine. So that's something that the sellers can do. If you're not already doing those posts, do those. The other thing is, is sellers can go live. So like one of the brands that I was working with, they were like a fitness equipment brand and they do live demos. Now that's probably not a one-to-one -one for every seller, but mm -hmm. The more content you're producing around that, the better. And Amazon is leaning really heavy into Amazon Live right now. So even if you're on this early adoption side, I think of it as a base for what they're valuing. I love that. Fascinating. Yeah. Do, you have, uh, do you have a few minutes for some rapid fire questions? Do it. Yep, I'm ready. Right, something new we're trying here. We're going to ask a lot of our guests the same questions and just see what all the answers are. Um, so we'll, we'll wrap it up with these five questions. Are you ready? Ready. All right. I think I, had, I, I, think I know the answer to this one you're going to give. <laughs> What's the most uh, underutilized advertising type currently on Amazon? <laughs> I mean, it's definitely Amazon influencer. <laughs> Did we just spend an hour talking about it? Maybe. Uh, yes. All right. Number two, what is your top tip for increasing profit on Amazon in 2023? I think I know the answer to this too, maybe. Might be the same answer. <laughs> yeah. Can we just go with the influencer program? Yeah. Let me think about that for just a second. Increasing profit. Oh, man, just go take a look at everything and see where you can tighten it. Like, this is just the year that everybody's looking at efficiencies. 
You are so true. Right there. <laughs> that is exactly right. All right. Number three, what's the best new Amazon release or change in the last year? Inspire. Good answer. Yeah. Good answer. Number four, knowing what you know now, what's one thing you would have told yourself in your first year in the Amazon space? Oh. <laughs> Maintain those listings and keep up that selling account. <laughs> <laughs> good advice. very good advice yes finally what change in the last year on amazon gives you the most pause oh i mean personally it's going to be that move to the putting the influencer videos below the written reviews in mobile but that's selfish because it just <laughs> impacted my numbers yeah i mean it works it's their playground. We live in it. We have to play in it. I mean, yeah. it's same, just like you're talking about, the same thing happens to sellers. You, they make an algorithm change and you're on page four. Yeah. Nowhere. Yeah. Yep. You know, it's just like, it is what it is, but yeah. Well, thanks for answering those questions. Very good responses. And yeah. uh, thanks for joining us. This has been a ton of fun. We have definitely got to keep in touch with you, yes. bring you on uh, in the future. And just uh, this space is going to evolve I mean, it's like AI. It's like yep. every, every day you're gonna be like, oh, it's version five now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, it's crazy. But Liz, thanks so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. This was a lot of fun. Absolutely. And thanks everybody for tuning in today. Uh, hope you enjoyed this content. I know we did. Um, if you are selling right now and advertising is a struggle for you, Solozo has the solution. Uh, you can go to solozo.com and schedule a demo with either Chris or myself. And you can also use the coupon code podcast20 for 20% off of your first month. So go check out Solozo today. All right, everybody, that's it. And Liz, thanks so much. We'll be back at this again next time.